The work hours for a professional working in athletics can fluctuate. That's why the University of Cincinnati Online designed a Master of Sports Administration program that is both flexible and 100% online. Connect and build relationships with other students, alumni working in athletics, and their experienced staff. The best part? You can graduate in as little as one year. Unsure about going back to school? UC Online has a team of student success coordinators ready to guide you from start to graduation. Reach out and learn more about UC Online today. This is the Work in Sports Podcast. Here's VP of Content and Engage Learning at WorkinSports.com. Brian Clapp. We have a great fan question today. This is actually something I have been personally thinking a lot about because it relates to career pathing. Who do you want to be? How do you figure out your fit? And this is something I've been talking a lot with my kids. I have two high school age kids and we're talking about this kind of stuff. And this is coming up a lot. So I saw this question come in from Nasheen and I really wanted to lean into it. So here it is. Hey, Brian, I'm just finishing up my junior year of college and I feel like I'm having a bit of a panic attack. I still don't know what I want to do with my career and life is right around the corner. I listen to the experts on your podcast and think, how did they even know partnership activation or sponsorship sales was a thing to pursue? I'm feeling lost. Any guidance you can provide? I think a lot of people are considering this because as a young person today, whether you're a junior in college or you're a recent graduate or you're in high school, you're bombarded with a lot of negative information. Debt ceilings, inflation, layoffs, political discourse, war. There's a lot going on. And then you layer in this concept of AI, which is all anybody's talking about and all anybody's thinking so positively about, but it has a really big impact on your psyche. You, as a college junior, have been going to school and prepping for this moment to get out into the real world for, what, near two decades now? And to have this curveball thrown at you like, oh, by the way, that job that you've been thinking you're aiming towards might be replaced by AI. That's pretty darn scary. So it's really hard not to let all that information seep into your outlook and cause anxiety. So when you said you're having a bit of an anxiety attack, you may have been being hyperbolic and just kind of being a little bit of fun and playing on words. But I'm going to tell you, I don't doubt it. And I don't doubt that there's some reality there. And there's a lot of people around you that probably are feeling the same way. We used to say a lot in our industry, and I used to think this way when I was in college and when I was trying to prepare for my career, is that you you figure out your passion, what you're passionate about, and that you other you let other things fall into place. I'm passionate about sports. You, you can start to figure out and drill down into a career from that. But how can you lean into just a passion play if there is this fear that your computer overlords are going to replace it or make it some the, the position imminently replaceable? That's scary. That's really scary. And it's okay for you to feel that way right now. So Let's dig into what we can handle, which is the career stuff. And I'm going to give you some actionable ideas and some plans that you can go through to try to narrow this down to a place that matters for you. Because it's got to be your fit. It's got to be something that feels right to you. And if it doesn't, you're never going to stick with it. So we want to figure that out. Want to land more job interviews? Use Work in Sports iScore tool to see how your resume compares to a specific sports job and get instant recommendations on how to improve it. When your resume matches the requirements of a job, you're going to be in demand. Only available on WorkinSports.com. We start with broad picture of what you love and at least one personality trait that you feel like you embody. This is where you have to do like your own self audit. You have to be really honest with yourself in this process. So I use myself as a first example. I love sports. I really enjoy storytelling. I'm extroverted and comfortable speaking to people in the public. So those are pretty broad topics. Notice I haven't said 
I want to be a sports TV producer. I'm not getting specific. I'm starting with some broad concepts. So as I mentioned, I have two high school age children and my wife and I work this exercise with them. My daughter loves to write, big fan of history. My son loves space, science, and filmmaking. My fifth grader, he's in fifth grade. We'll worry about that later. But notice what we aren't saying. I'm not saying to my son, oh, loves being a propulsion engineer. Or my daughter wants to write historical fiction novels. We're not getting that specific. Because the chances of you hitting that perfect target on the one career title at this point of your life is near impossible. So don't even try. Also notice two other things we are not doing. We are not starting with salary. If you go into your career strategy thinking, I need to make a six-figure salary, you will never be aligned with your personality or your needs. I do not want you to identify yourself and your needs as salary-driven. Number two, we also aren't letting anybody else determine this for you. This isn't up to your mom saying, I think you'd be a great lawyer. This is up to your dad saying you should really go pursue being a dentist. That's up to you. They don't get to make those decisions. You do. This is what's inside of you. If you're feeling peer pressure that you're really good in your class and so you should go pursue X, Y, or Z, they don't know you. Nobody does. You have to determine this. You're in charge. So don't let any of those external pieces of information influence your decisions in this process. This is all about you. Now let's cut a little deeper. If your first few words aren't, I love sports, well, maybe workinsports.com isn't the site for you. But I will tell you, our network of industry-focused sites through ihire.com, we have sites like I Hire Dentist. So if you're really into teeth, I love teeth, and I'm an extrovert, go look at ihiredentist.com. Or if you really love animals, ihireveterinary.com. See, there are plenty of options. Work in sports is just one of them. But I'm going to assume most of you listening to the Work in Sports podcast have a love for sports and are feeling the pain like I am today that the Celtics lost in game seven last night. Damn it all. Kills me. Nonetheless, Work in Sports has been around for over 20 years. And a lot of research has going down, gone into breaking down the sports industry into 14 categories. I'll list through them here, but we'll also put them in the show notes for the show. And this is really important because you will be able to put and ascribe certain personality traits to some of these buckets. So athletics and coaching is one bucket, admin and human resources, fitness and recreation, sales and business development, retail and manufacturing, media and creative, marketing and communications, tech and data, events and guest services, facilities, finance, operations, QA and compliance, and education. That was 14 categories. Now, you don't need to be an industry expert to start to map some of those loves and personality traits to these categories. So I'll use this example, sales and business development. You know that that is going to require some extroverted personality traits. So you can look at that and say, okay, Am I a match for sales and business development? Do I have that right personality type? And you might be able to, you might be able to right away say no or yes. But what you should be asking yourself is a little deeper than that. Could you do this? And would it make you happy? That second one is really important. Would it make you happy? Because sometimes it, the answer isn't yes to both. It's one or the other. So you should be able to go through this exercise now of starting to take that top level 
skills and what you love with a personality trait into some of these categories and start to narrow things down a little bit. Like I could go through this right away and be like, finance doesn't really interest me. Admin and HR doesn't really interest me. And I could keep going and narrow those down. Media creative, marketing communications. Okay. Now we're talking. That's in my realm a little bit. Now let's say you've narrowed it down to three categories. I'm going to do this from like, as if I was doing it and then you have to model it for yourself. So for me, media creative, marketing communication, athletics and coaching. Those are three areas that I have looked at and established. These would be something I could do and I'd be happy doing them. So that's a good start, right? Now I'm going to go another layer deeper and I'm going to start in these three categories and I'm going to start to look for jobs that have an entry level term associated with them. And I've given this example before on the podcast. You may have heard this, but I wanted you to really latch onto this. So now on workinsports.com, I can go into the marketing communications category and search for jobs starting with coordinator. Because coordinator is a term that's generally associated with an entry level job. You might do assistant, you might do associate, but that's going to start to give me all of those starting positions. And I will then start to see things like social media coordinator, marketing coordinator. And those are the entry level roles in a category I've determined that I could do and that I would be happy doing. Now I can start to read those job descriptions, start to think where I match. What sounds interesting here? Do I really like the way this job is described? And then you can go a layer deeper and look at the manager doing that role, the, the vice president, the director doing that same kind of type of role. See if you really like the whole career path. This is just a starting point. But once you've started to determine those buckets and you've started to look at some jobs as a coordinator or in certain aspects of these, these categories like social media, let's say, now you can go do internships in these fields and live the experiences to see if you like them. You can do informational interviews, people that are doing these jobs right now. You can watch YouTube videos on certain career paths. You can listen to podcasts of the show and really have somebody explain what it is to, like to work in these fields. You mentioned partnership activation earlier in your question about how, how do you even know what that is? Well, I guarantee you, Chelsea Zahn and Melissa Silverman and some of the people that I've interviewed that work in partnership activation, Drew Friedman is another one. They didn't really know either when they were your age and when they were in your position. They just figured out that my passions lie in this marketing kind of area. And I think I could be good in a marketing kind of sales combination. And as I got into the field and I saw these opportunities and I looked at the job descriptions, I realized that's something I could lean into and do and be happy doing. So Nishim takes some of that pressure off and start to just focus in on what makes you happy. And then I think you have to start to analyze it now with an extra layer and saying, how likely is AI to replace this in the next five to seven years? We don't have these answers. We don't. But we can start to see some trends. We can start to see some patterns. And we can start to see where somebody's brain power and creativity can't be replaced by AI. You can start to see how sales jobs work very per, with, with a person. It's a person-to-person -person connection. You can start to see how a lot of marketing and creative work and communication work. Some of the writing may actually end up being AI-generated, but the creative side, maybe not. You know, ad campaigns, hype videos, video editors. So we don't have all the answers, but I think you can start to figure out your love first and then start to ask yourself those cynical kind of questions of, will, will this maintain? Will this be something that can be done forever? And your personality has to play into that and, and know if it's the right fit for, for what you enjoy 
and what you can deliver on because that personal touch in any job is going to be what replaces you from the computers because they don't have that personal touch. If you've got that and you can bring that to a work environment, you got to roll. And there's a lot of opportunities in sports and you can find them on our site at workinsports.com. And this is just another way for you to start to narrow in on where your passions may lie. So Nishima, I hope that helps you with that question. It's a great question for everybody. And I hope this will help you settle some of those nerves and look towards your own personal future because there's a lot, a lot of great opportunities out there. Thanks everybody. I will see you on Wednesday.